host seven yes like the number um and i it really makes no sense to start an episode or a season for that matter speechless but here i am because i don't have the words to express how grateful i am that you all supported me with almost one thousand listens last season almost one thousand listens for a podcast that it was obvious that I didn't know what I was doing (laughs) it's clear I didn't know what I was doing and y'all still came through and supported me with almost one thousand listens like I don't have the vocabulary to support my gratitude in I just thank y'all so much, man. I just, I really, I wish I, I'm not even joking. Like this isn't a bit, I really don't have the vocabulary to express that to y'all. And, and then, and then like any nice drunk white girl would, y'all came back and gave me another shot, like (laughs) for season two, like what? I'm, And listen, I know, I know it took several Great Wall of China long ass months for me to come back, but I had some like thinking and living and learning and laughing to do. So I'm grateful for those who would consistently hit me up like, my guy, when is the next episode dropping? (laughs) And I'd be like, I'm sorry, I got things to do. I mean, but it still made me feel so good that I was being heard and supported and y'all heard it and liked it and wanted more. And I I just, I'm so grateful to y'all. Thank you so much. Plus, it took me a long time because I really wanted to do y'all justice, like real justice, like Janet Jackson acting next to Tupac, poetic justice, you know? I wanted to do this whole pod thing, pod thing, podcast thing right and do right by y'all. So I started asking people for advice and people didn't hold back. They gave me their critiques and um, people thought that I could do better at this hosting thing, at this podcasting thing, at bearing my soul thing I've been doing. And I've tried my best to sift through the criticism to take what was for me and for this specifically. So thank you guys for your feedback. It was sure needed. The small success of season one was definitely because each one of y'all came through and supported and listened and told your friends to listen. So thank you. I really wanted to take the time to really thank you for that. Uh, For those of y'all that this is your first time tuning in to this podcast, you can find the whole shebang on SoundCloud, but let me give you like a brief uh, synopsis. Mm, you see how classy I got there? <laughs> she fancy. Okay. Um, 
first of all, like let's let's deal with the disclaimer here. Um, for my newbies, though I love men and the penis that's attached to those men, um, I am a feminist, a strong feminist, and proud of it. Uh, though I respect all religions, I am agnostic. I think religion is a great compass for our soul and our spirit, but I am agnostic. So you may hear some vocabulary or hear me talk about different religions on a spectrum. Um, It doesn't mean that I don't love Jesus. Jesus is one of the best things that walk this earth, but I respect and love all religions. So if you have an issue with that, just be warned. (laughs) And though I have a spectrum of beautiful, amazing, good people who are white, I am very, very black and proud to be black. So if you hear some vernacular or hear my plight or rage against white folks, it's not because I hate all white folks. It's not that, even though I am going through some things since that election, um, It's just that I am very proud to be black. So if that makes you uncomfortable, you have been warned. All right. Now that that business is out of the way, (laughs) last year and last, well, no, last year as we were moving from 2017, the year that Satan created, (laughs) to the year 2018, I realized I wanted to start a podcast because I wanted to let people know that they weren't by themselves. Going through what I call the dark ages, like seven's own middle ages, uh, by myself was really tough. And there's more details on what that means in season one on SoundCloud. You can go check it out, like I said. But let's just say, in summary, I, I lost just about everything, baby included. Like, it was hard because the whole year was trash, covered with loneliness, Sprinkled with suicidal thoughts. It was really, 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 really horrible. It was no walk in the park. um, Unless you're talking about like Central Park. (laughs) At night. (laughs) Because it felt like somebody came up and was like, run it. I'm going to need to run them pockets real quick. And they took like my joy, my peace, my stability, my perspective on the world, my spirituality, friends, family, health, wellness. Like it, they just stole it all. And as I would talk to people for advice and empathy and compassion, you know, like human things, people would tell me, uh, yeah, I'm like fresh out of that. Fresh out of compassion, patience, all of that. I ain't got nothing to give you, sis, because I'm going through my own shit. (laughs) And I'd be like, what? And they would think that they were by themselves going through their own stuff. I would find out that not only I wasn't the only one affected by the year of Satan, but people were going through some real shit, like major tragedies, not like regular ass depression, low self-esteem, or my car broke down, my kids are getting on my nerves type of events it was like major shit like I'm homeless my mom died suddenly (laughs) you know what I'm saying I lost my nursing license like not like I lost my job like no I lost my nursing license I can't get another job as a nurse period because I don't got my license (laughs) it was crazy shit like that and 
listen, I know, like, most of the people tuning in don't believe in the hippy-dippy shit that I believe in, but I'm pretty sure our president, um, Thanos Trump, uh, officially getting into the position of leadership in our country had a lot to do with why 2017 was completely garbage. Energy transfers, man. Energy trickles down better than anything Reagan said would. Like, it is a real thing, and I believe it affected us all the moment he got into office. So... All that to say, my main purpose of season one of 70 was to spill my tea so that you, the listener, could be like, damn, I ain't the only one out here battling evil like I'm a member of the Avengers. I, I liked I liked the Thanos joke, so I kept I kept it going. <laughs> I kept it on, you know, on topic. It stayed on brand. <laughs> Cause I do, I feel like I'm out here battling evil, especially in 2017, like a bad, like a member of the Avengers and not like a good Avengers, not like an, an Iron Man, like, like a, a Hawkeye, you know what I mean? <laughs> some, some whack ass shit. But anyway, I wanted y'all to know that I was still out here laughing and living and learning. And if I could, you could too, just provide a friend that you saw was struggling but was still moving and thought maybe I could do the same if she's doing it, you know? 2018 was really a... Well, that was 2017, sorry. Now I'm moving on to 2018 when I did actually drop season one of 7T. And um, I was really dealing with grief pretty hard and I didn't know I was. Grief to me was just this dark abyss that I didn't have time for. And I knew that if I started crying, I would fall into that dark abyss and never find my way back out. Uh, So I just didn't cry. I just kept it moving. And I was having panic attacks and PTSD flashbacks and shit. Um, I had walking depression, which is basically the same thing as walking pneumonia, just deals with your emotions and mental space. Uh, like walking pneumonia, you cough a little bit, your chest hurts, uh, you feel like you're going to die on occasions, but you could still get up and go to work. (laughs) And that's how I felt like I would wake up and just not want to live, but I knew I could move past it and practice push through it and I was still going to work and people still thought I was fine so for me to not be able to be real with my own self because I honestly didn't know that's what I was doing that I was pushing grief to the side so I didn't have to deal with it because the bitch got shit to do um I couldn't be open with y'all so though I was trying to bear my soul which I was at the time as best as I could it's not like where I am now Because I have grieved and I know what's going on. And the moment I was able to cry until my eyes were swollen shut. I don't know if you've ever cried that much, so much so. You're like, I can't see shit in the world. (laughs) The moment I did that, ironically, I was able to see all of the the crazy shit and ugliness of my issues. You know what I mean? Um, the, the rage I had, the confusion with my spirituality, like I, a God would let that happen to me. All that shit happened to me. 
um, or why uh, the gods or the universe or source. I just didn't, I didn't understand why all that stuff would happen to me. My toxic friendships that I had in my life, uh, problems that I had with my own sensuality and being sexual, um, how bad my anxiousness was and how much it was affecting my life, the depression, the fears that really truly run my life. I wasn't able to see all of that. But now that I can, season two is about to be lit. We're going to cover all those topics. We're going to be, it's going to be way more in depth than it was in season one. Uh, because I'm not only going to cover those topics and show y'all like bit by bit me going through it, but I'm going to bring some friends in too. Some friends y'all haven't heard from yet. And they're going to tell you another perspective in their side also. So... Yeah, season two is going to be way more in-depth than season one. Season one was vague. Basically, season one was a you-are-not-alone season. <laughs> just to sum that all up. I'm rambling and I'm trying to be quick, but that's what it is. It's a, It was just a you-are-not-alone season. And uh, no, I ain't singing that song for obvious reasons that start with the letter Aura. But that's for another episode. <laughs> Entirely another episode <clears throat> this year however I really wanted to like be more organized really show y'all me doing the work the emotional work the psychological work the like hey I'm sitting across from my counselor and therapist this is what she said I should do I tried it and this is what uh the step-by-step -step was and it was garbage or it was great or whatever I want to show y'all the real ass work give y'all a peek into the lessons that I'm learning and how I'm learning them so these episodes will be a bit more short but I'll have more shows um basically you'll be listening to my diary and this is not in any way a call to action on how you are supposed to conduct your life. You are allowed to yell at whatever device you're using to listen to this podcast and disagree with me. <laughs> Absolutely. Highly disagree with me. Why? Well, to quote one of my favorite movies by Tina Fey, um, Baby Mama, you know it's a classic. Bitch, I don't know your life. I don't. <laughs> don't know your life. I don't know what works for you. So just because it works in my life doesn't mean that it'll work or fit in yours and vice versa. But by all means, if I, I do something or I say something or something my therapist shared with me resonates with your spirit, with your spirit, uh, please, please bite my style, sample my life, and please try it out. At your own risk, you know, because sometimes I could be a little hard-headed or <laughs> a little wild or a little hippy-dippy. But just to catch y'all up, I'm still married to that beautiful Jabarian king that I talked about all the time. He's still doing amazing things and I'm grappling with his own um, mental health and trying to get into his own rhythm and routine. So he's still doing great. Um, my kids are still the shit as far as I'm concerned. Um, still battling PTSD. Still battling uh, general anxiety disorder. I'm still um, battling panic attacks. Um, I'm having a bit of health issues that are coming into uh, my actual body. My blood pressure, for instance, is like 
staying high and there's really no reason for it to be high. I'm healthy. However, it's like the way that my doctor explained it, because I have generalized anxiety disorder, it's too peaceful for me. My mind is like, when is the shoe going to drop? Because <laughs> when I'm in the middle of chaos, my blood pressure is just fine. 118 over 82, like just fine. But if it's peaceful in my life, we're at 154 over 110. Like it makes no sense. And my body is just on edge waiting for the shoe to drop. So they're trying to induce new medicine for me, for my anxiety, or for my panic attacks, which I will be sharing up here, so you know, again, what that looks like, what that's about, um, and also, the new thing I'm dealing with, the new invisible monster, that's, it's an old bitty bitch, you know what I mean, it's been around for a while, a, a while. it's called racism, <laughs> I've been dealing with that hard and it has been affecting my life in a way that I don't really enjoy. Now I don't agree black folks can be racist because racism is something that affects a culture and the systems that run that culture, being able to get jobs and loans and, you know, thrive in a society, not just survive in it. Um, and we as black people are just simply not in a power of position to do that, to be racist, to affect the culture of America so that white people can't get jobs and loans and shit. Uh, but we can be prejudiced as fuck. And uh, I've been prejudiced as fuck since the midterm elections. Like I've been having a hard time trusting talking to, believing white people, especially white women. Because once those uh, numbers came out to those white women voting for the Trump administration to have seats in the House, seats in the Senate, I was floored because it wasn't like, oh, 40% of white women didn't. No, it's like 70%. <laughs> it was like 62%. And I don't give a shit about party lines. I don't give a fuck about that. My dad was in the military, was also a Republican. Uh, my husband was in the military. So I'm saying that because the military really benefits off of Republicans being in office. They funnel money to the, to the military. And it looks like the BX and the PX is just shining with a new shimmer of gold when a Republican is in, in the office. It, I get it. I don't have a problem with Republicans. That's not my issue. My issue is I have a problem with Trump administration. And that's a whole nother monster, so much so that the Republicans themselves have been trying to separate themselves from it. So for you as a woman... Like, fuck being a good person and really trying to move the country forward. Like, you as a woman, if you voted for selfish reasons in your best interest, you would not be voting for Trump. But you as a woman, you voted for Trump. This very racist administration, you put him back. You put them back because he's already going to be in there. He's going to be in there for four years unless they can impeach him, but... I guess we'll wait on the edge of our seats to see. But voting more people to put into positions of power in orders to support this monster who has been nothing but racist. Like, what do you want me to do as a black woman? 
I am a woman and I am black. Like, what do you want me to do? And I don't want to be in any more conversations with white women who are like, well, I didn't vote for him. Like, I don't get to separate myself from the rest of the dumbass black people doing dumbass shit. You lump us all together. Why? Just because you didn't vote for him doesn't make that population of people who did vote for him, that your population of people that did vote for this administration, that doesn't make them disappear just because you didn't vote for him. Take responsibility for this population and go talk to them. Talk some sense into them. Understand my plight. Understand my rage. See, I'm already on a soapbox. See, I, I, this is not what this is supposed to be about. This is supposed to be an introduction. <laughs> So as you can see, haven't been doing well with just my prejudice views of white folks. And I live in the state of Washington, and that means that white folks are everywhere. So it doesn't do me any good. It doesn't better me as a person to walk around prejudice. It does not better me as a person to whisper, colonize. Every time they start talking, like that's not going to help me be like in a better mental space. So I've been trying to do better. Um, it's been affecting me so much so that my angel face therapist, the one I talked about in season one. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I, I, I think you should be finding someone who is a person of color. I think we need to go ahead and switch up therapists for you. <laughs> So again, I, I just want to show all that these all these big obstacles that I have to go through have these miniature hurdles in them. Like my anxiety disorder, not only do I need to find the root of the problem, but I need to recognize the tree bark and trunk of that problem. I need to understand the branches, the leaves, rake the damn leaves, find the right garbage bag to put the leaves in so somebody could come and pick up this trash and take it along. I, you get my point. I got a lot of work to do, and I would like to share those parts with you and be transparent. So yeah, like this is the season of transparency. That's what I'll call it. Season two of seven will be the season of transparency. And it actually puts me into a nice little uh, segue into this new method I'm using. I'm not editing anything. <laughs> you'll hear my mess ups. You'll hear my coughs, my sneezes, my, a lot of ums. You're, you're going to get it all. I chose a different method to record my podcast so I can get it out to you all easier and y'all can get it on many different platforms um, so it'll be easier to access on your end. I also created a page on Facebook called 7T Podcast. Um, so you would put in the number 7, then the letter T-E-E-E-A. Um, podcasts, you should just put that in your search bar on Facebook and it should pop up. Um, and I'm going to be putting my episodes up there along with just any discussion that you guys want to have for these episodes. It'll just be easier for you all to do, to, for a, a discussion to be facilitated. So yeah, I've done that. Um, I just, I really wanted to make the whole session a little bit easier for you guys. Um, but that's it. Like everything's still the same. Your girl's still crazy. 
<laughs> I'll be bringing in new people. You'll be hearing from new friends um, on these episodes. Of course, H.I.M. will be popping up and giving y'all an update on what he's going through and what his mental space is looking like these days. And I just, again, want to be show my gratefulness again for you coming back, for you hearing me out. We have a lot of things to cover. We have a lot of mental health to get through. Um, share some books that I've been reading up on. And hopefully you'll enjoy the journey. I love y'all so much. Welcome to 7T, the season of transparency. Transparency? Yeah, transparency. <laughs> Remember, sip slow, but sip loud. Namaste, bitches.